when the when the little when the little zoom thing says admit like marcus is waiting admit i always want to mm-hmm. i think to myself you know the first the first step in recognizing that you have a marcus is or no what is it the first step in solving a marcus is admitting that you have a marcus i don't know i just ruined my own <laughs> joke i'll work on it for that's next week right. i promise and that's part of having a jason yeah that's what i've heard How's your day? Uh, my day's been pretty good. Uh, pretty low-key. Yeah? It was kind of weird weather today. Sort of might have rained. It was strangely warm, and yet kind of looked cold. If you were, if you didn't know it was warm outside and you looked outside, it, was, it looked kind of cold outside because of the cloudiness and stuff like that. Now, I did clear it up later on in the day, but, like, if you walked out and got hit with, like, warm air, it would have been a little <laughs> jarring. See, I said that earlier when I was doing my live thing. I said, "Oh, I, did you?" Well, I well, if you were there, you'd know. But I was, I do these live shows um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, oh, twelve p.m. Eastern. I don't, I, I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with it or not. Um, but I mentioned I was melting at one point. I felt like I was melting, and yeah, I think people were mocking me. People who were being snowed upon were mocking. Well, see, that's not our fault. It's not no. like we sent the snow up there. You're melting regardless of what other people are experiencing. I know that, and you know that, but <laughs> I mean, does anybody else know that? I don't know. They're the ones that chose to live in Minneapolis or whatever. Right? We've been through that, right? We've talked about the whole choosing where you live thing. Have we talked I think about we have, that? yeah. Okay. Well, we won't. And we were correct. If I remember if I remember right, we were right on that. Our, I mean... That goes without saying. What's our rule? Is our rule like how far, how how many episodes do we have to go before we can, before we can start revisit a topic? Yeah, because I, <laughs> I, I feel like I I've been itching to, to revisit uh, topics like since episode eight. And <laughs> that's true. And and I think that uh, I think that it's kind of like ordering a new trial. Like if there's enough <laughs> new evidence to to warrant that, then then it then it's a go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do I mean? People do like people do updates to books. That's true. Yeah, second um, edition or whatever. Musicians will remaster albums. Yeah, yeah. right. Or, or or even just re-record like uh, from scratch their stuff. Or re-record like from it scratch. Needs a new a new uh, a new take. Yes. Um, people will do accidentally der- derivative a new take. We're already there. <laughs> <laughs> just. In case you are so I understand there's a big hole in your yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Speaking I'm, of that, how's your uh, how's your decaying air conditioner repairman? You know, situation? I think he's done. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, that's I think, good. I think that, he's that, done. That, that didn't take as long as I thought. I got like a gnat in my eye or something. Um, I th- I think he's done decaying. I'm well, not good. looking. That's good. I'm not going to go. No, checking. nor nor should you. Yeah, you know, what they say about laying, letting uh, what they say, let sleeping dogs decaying, lie or something. Decaying HVAC technicians I mean, lie. I mean, no one's reported anyone missing related to the project that we had. Just I, in, I in case someone any, uh, is joining us for the first time, we don't. 
we don't know of any existing we, we can neither confirm nor deny the existence Correct. of a decaying being somewhere in my area above my front door it may or may not have at one point had a name <laughs> and hopes and dreams and a face um <laughs> That's terrible, uh, but it's it doesn't smell anymore. Michelle asked, asked. I, she was I, nervously. I, I, I was watching Michelle talk about Meta. I'm like watching Michelle watch us Ooh. from last week's episode. Yeah, and do you, do you? I don't know if you remember, but do you do you remember? I said there's I no chance. There's no chance she'll get to this part of the episode. There's no way she'll listen oh, this far yeah. in. And I'm I'm like nervously waiting Oops. for her to get to that Hoping point that she'll like, lose interest before then yeah i'm like hey you want to you know like you know, i'm coming up with things that maybe we should do like i never want to do like that she wants to do just to get her all like, maybe and she brought up is that does it still smell and i had forgotten because it doesn't smell yeah. anymore we'll see that that's good i mean when something that's rotten when something smells rotten and you don't find the source of the rottenness and it just stops i don't think it's because the rotten thing moved on no not not usually i think it's because the bacteria Unless, moved on right right they ran out of juice or, or food or whatever right? yeah and said let's find something else yeah or like a crazy like a some kind of a raccoon or something like that dragged it away know, said like ooh this is nice i'll take it home a raccoon with a store and a tree, maybe. Could be. Did you start playing that game? The, uh, <laughs> I have not. I'm scared of that what game. Are you, what's wrong with you? How can I, I even have a conversation with you? I don't want to get sucked into the you? world of the Sasquatch. <sighs> I, I'm worried about the ducks. I don't know that I'll, I'll have enough ducks. You have a long, driverless drive coming up, don't you? That's true, yes. So, I do. Maybe, maybe that's the perfect, that's, perfect opportunity. That's the time. I'm going home for the holidays. You hop in your carriage, and Sasquatch. What else are you, what else are you to do, but to play sneaky Sasquatch? Clearly, I need to become a Sasquatch and become the CEO of a company, and then I mean, uh, look, let's not jump right to the top. You've got to work your well, way no, in that direction. No. First, you got to save the campground. We're not. If you're interested, I dare you to go back and listen to episode twenty-two. <laughs> 22, yeah. 22. No, 23. It it wasn't last week. I think it was. Wow. That was a long time ago. (laughs) Maybe it was. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, I don't know. Wait, no. Last week, last week we talked about the campground and stuff. Was that last? Was that when we talked? I don't, I can't. Could you make me a flow chart? uh, Clearly, it's become necessary. Some liner notes. We need a wiki. (laughs) That's what we need. I'll get right on that, Rose. Fandom wiki. We don't have fandom. I was going to say the first part of a wiki. That is why we need Eddie Van Halen. You heard about Eddie Van Halen, right? Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, we can't do the Bill and Ted thing anymore. No. Um, That is why we need Alex Van Halen. Just doesn't. I think nobody has the same ring. Yeah. Wait, is that his son or is that the drummer? That's his. That's his brother. Okay. Um, so, uh, I, I I also think that you're going to be, or I understand you're going to be listening to Christmas music on the way to your family or wherever you're going. Probably. Yeah. 
Any particular songs that you may? Oh yes, to? indeed. Okay, yes. so I mean, yes, I'm trying to be subtle, <clears throat> and 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 yeah, I, I apologize for That's being okay. a little boneheaded on that one. Uh, but you're referring to the pin that I sent you. You, you know, sent me a pin. I get so excited when you send me a pin. <laughs> I get so excited because because. Um, I mean, I don't even know the story yet, so maybe I shouldn't prejudge it, but I get excited whenever there's a possible, like just a chance that you may have some, Right, you, know, that, that you aren't the sole source of neuroses in this. You said it, yes. 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 <laughs> and anybody that has known me for a long time has probably heard this rant before, but I thought I might codify it in podcast form. And that is... And, I, and it, as it does every Christmas season, it reared its ugly head at me while I while we were at Disney Springs uh, last night, I guess it was. And because there's constant Christmas cheer mm-hmm. flying around out there. And then this one inevitably comes up, and it's the song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. It's the Ever most them? wonderful, wonderful time, time of the year. Yeah. And for the most part, I don't have a problem with the song until we get to the lyric, there will be scary ghost stories. (laughs) That is not a Christmas thing. That's not remotely a Christmas thing. I know. I know. Everybody says, what about the Christmas carol? It's got ghosts in it. Okay. I'll grant you that. But number one, I wouldn't call that a ghost story. And number two, in the song, it's clearly plural. So what's another one? Um, okay. So I mean, Muppet Christmas Carol, I guess. Well, let's unpack this a little <laughs> bit. Let's unpack this a little bit. So this is a song written by Andy Williams. Okay. I, well, I assume you, it's written by Andy some, Williams, right? I mean, no, he's done some research. He's, some homework. Well, he's Andy Williams. That's like the classic version of. That's true. Right? And I, I assume Andy it's Williams. the original. I don't know whether it's the original or not. It, the lyric is in all the versions. Well, I I know. I'm just trying to unpack this so I can know. Oh, like like from his perspective, if he wrote it, we got to get into his head. We got to get into Andy's head. This is not something you usually have to do with a Christmas Carol, though. But shouldn't you, you figure I mean, out where like... they're coming from when they're saying? <laughs> Slate bells ring. Are you listening? I feel like, well. I know, but like, why? And like, in what way? You listen to get out of the way, so you don't get run over, right? That's true. So <laughs> I think I feel like I think he's given us a gift here. Um, now I haven't done any advanced research. Oh, okay. But I do have the entire internet at my fingertips. The sum of human knowledge, apparently, well, a whole bunch of stuff that's not knowledge, stuff that somebody was willing to type in somewhere. Right, um, well. And it is. It's it's okay. So popular Christmas song written in triple time. Isn't triple time? Isn't that a waltz? Like one two three, one two three, one two. Well, that's three four, but I don't know that that's triple time. Wait, wait, three four is a waltz. Wait, what do you mean three four? It's definitely in three four. Okay, but I don't know if that's like I don't know. Triple time means like maybe nine. Triple time means something different depending on what you're talking about. <laughs> nine, uh, in 1963 by Edward Pola and and oh. George Weil. Mm. It's either Weil or Wiley. Wiley, George Weil. Mm-hmm. 
So it was recorded and released that year by pop singer, pop singer Andy Williams. So I don't. I feel like we have to. I'm sorry, Mr. Williams, but we're going to set you aside because you just yeah, sang sorry. words. Although we need to know whether. I think we can set him aside and focus on Edward Safely. Pola and George Weil. I also think it's right. worth exploring whether the um, the song does it have any other inconsistent or, or like like phrases, turns of speech Not. that you find problematic. Not that stand out to me. That's the and maybe it's just because my my mind goes blind with rage <laughs> as soon as that I can as imagine that lyric like, gets me, <laughs> and I'm not able to think of the rest of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, with the kids jingle belling, yeah, is that like singing or like actually shaking jingle bells? Yeah, maybe she. I don't know. That's a good question, but I guess I've always sort of pictured them shaking the jingle bells. And everyone telling you, be of good cheer. Yeah, people are pretty um, overbearing. Happiest season of all. Holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. They clearly haven't talked to me because I'm like, dude, if you were my friend, you would have like texted me before you came over. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And we, we can also get into... Speaking of friends coming over and being jerks, uh, we can get into um, We Wish You a Merry Christmas and the We Won't Leave Until We Get Some part. I always thought that meant something else. (laughs) Well, either way, it's problematic. (laughs) I thought that was like the corollary to your baby is cold outside. (laughs) Give me some Um, of that figgy pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe you would laugh at that. All right, um, so let's let's uh, the parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow. Okay, fine. Okay, Check well, real boxes. quick, parties for what now? There, there will be parties for hosting. For hosting, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I have to admit that that's one that I've never really zeroed in on before. Oh, sure, because cause you're blind with rage over the next right, exactly. And it's always kind of sounded like parties for toasting marshmallows no, that's, for roasting, like toast. toast there'll be parties for Christmas. hosting marshmallows for toasting. Toasting, see, and, and that's another thing. I don't like the word toast for what you do to marshmallows over a fire. I like it. I like roast. I think that's a much better. You're roasting you the marshmallow. About? You're not. No, of course you're toasting the marshmallow. You're yeah, caramelizing the outer the, the outer bit of the. If you're roasting it, you're like catching it on fire you're, practically. You, you, well, that's what everybody does. No, you don't. If you do it properly. <laughs> well, I understand that, but you roast chestnuts. <laughs> there's what should be, and there's what is. You roast you chestnuts. roast chipmunks. No, chestnuts. You roast chestnuts, and you and you roast a pork, but you don't. You roast a marshmallow. Marshmallow no, you roasted. Toast a marshmallow. You're, other people with wassail here we come a (laughs) wassail there'll be scary there'll that's a weird word right like that compound there'll 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 like daryl no not daryl there'll there'll be scary ghost stories (laughs) i'm daryl how are you (laughs) daryl crowder (laughs) this is bubba my wife It just rolls off the tongue a little too easily for you. Um, (laughs) Well, it's my family, you know. There will be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas is long, long long ago. ago. And that one, you know, unless we're talking about the original Christmas, which I assume that that's what he's talking about, I haven't heard much about other Christmases. Like, boy, let me tell you, this Christmas in 1346, that was a hell of a Christmas. It was glorious. (laughs) There was Bob. 
and he did really amazing things. That was a really good Christmas. Maybe this was like foreshadowing. So let me tell you this ghost story. Um. <laughs> Maybe this was a foreshadowing of the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> we we watched that in full the other night. With the the original? It's interminable. I forgot how long that thing is. It's an hour and a half long. Which it didn't have commercials in it. It did. It was an hour and a half. It originally, oh, you. Mean oh, it, this, originally the, it did. Yeah. So it was like two hours of Christmas. But I wish the commercials were kept in the in the recording. Like I do I, too. I so wish that you could still see there were. There the was like one at the very beginning, and I was like, "Ooh, this is going to have all the commercials in it," and it didn't. They cut Kids, out all the commercials. Listen, if you are if you're DVRing shows right now in some way that you're looking to upload them to YouTube at some point in the future or whatever. If you have old VHS tapes at home or your parents do um, who and you, you, know, you uncover them and you look to upload them to YouTube, don't, don't, don't take time don't to cut the commercials don't out, cut man. Don't cut out the commercials. They're the They're best part They're almost better of these. than the thing. Yeah. Well, well, certainly when you're talking about the Star Wars holiday special. Wow, man. <laughs> what was the, I re- what was I the Nader it for it, you? Man, I don't know. I, now I saw it when it first came out because yeah, I course. was Star Wars yeah, nuts back too. then. Yeah. Now, I one loved of the it when things I, was a kid. I oh yeah yeah and and the fact that that Chewbacca's father's name is Itchy, <laughs> and his son's name is Lumpy. <laughs> I think those are translations. I guess so. Like, Chewbacca, oh, I guess you know, is like it's a stringy or something. I think. <laughs> And, but the, I don't know. It, it's almost you know when somebody says, "What's your favorite movie?" I was like, "Well, yeah, you got to give me a genre, you know, because Birdcage is my favorite comedy. Really, Lord of the Rings is my favorite. Bird fan, you know, Birdcage is your favorite comedy. I love that movie so much. It I never saw that coming in a million years. Comedy. It is it is perfect. It is so freaking hilarious. Wow. But my point is, is like. In what genre are we talking about? What was the weirdest, most appalling, or, or I don't know, disquieting aspect of the Star Wars holiday special? I think physically, it's the amount of makeup they put on Mark Hamill. Oh, well, when they and, and he's, he's only a little on orange. the screen for like, <laughs> and this blonde hair, like know, he's like maybe twenty super, minutes or twenty seconds. Yeah, and they like zoom in, and he's doing this like slapstick thing with a droid, and but he comes up, and I swear he looks like, like I don't know, like like Suzanne Summers or something. The guy has got some makeup on. Was this and before, that's cool. Was this like that's around cool. the time of his accident, or was it before that? That's what I was wondering because that's what everybody says about all the scars on his face mm-hmm. in Empire, which is not actually the case because that was a long time after his yeah. his car accident. Yeah. He was he was fine after that, or uh, going into that. But this may have been part of that. But when you look kind of close, I mean, it's all around his eyes. And he just looks like it. You could easily be convinced that that's not actually Mark Hamill, which maybe it's not. Maybe it's a Paul uh, McCartney. Uh, maybe he's dead. You know. Um, Wait, but uh, but that was the weirdest. You think it's Paul McCartney? No, but the uh, you know the whole McCartney's dead. This is a new guy. It's oh, not him. You know, maybe like he died. In I didn't that know. Car I accident. didn't. I never and, heard that. And Mark Hamill. You've never heard the Paul is dead thing? 
I mean, I've heard the Paul is di- like I've heard oh, like okay. the li- like the, <laughs> I but I've never heard that wow. anyone actually like float that as a actual of all people that conspiracy <laughs> would not have theory. heard of that. That shocks you know I mean? me. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, that was wacky. I, I don't know what what happened there. The fact that Art Carney is like the star of this thing is also a little. Um, not that I don't like Art Carney, he's awesome. He's dead too. But this is Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, he is very much dead. As is Ralph Cramden. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, like every, I you know you know what I thought what I was pleasantly surprised by is how committed, serious, and professional Harrison Ford is in this show. I mean, he commits to that character. I mean, because the Hunts, like every character, like Carrie Fisher sings at one point. I don't think that's something Chris Princess Leia would actually do. Well, but it's like Snow, it's like Snow White. But is it? <laughs> it's Snow White leading like, the rebellion. They had to cut something them. out, and she she would break out into song sometimes. And, and then the animated birds would come and yeah. help her get into her little buns on her head. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What do you think that happens? You've seen Cinderella? Yes. Protocol droids can't do that? No. It's got to be animated birds. It's like the equivalent. Well, they're like, they're probably robotic. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) getting back to the subject. um, It's the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, and and I highly recommend anybody watching it. I I do. Like, definitely watch that. You hate our listeners. Exactly. It's the same reason that I, I recommend that everybody watch Battlefield Earth because it's important that you see the worst movie that has ever been made. Ever. And I know I'm on a list now. I know the Scientologists hate me now. But it's true. You shouldn't have made it if you didn't want it to be as bad as it was. So, all I'm saying. According to Wikipedia, um, among the activities included in the song is the telling of, quote, scary ghost stories, end quote. Oh, we're back on that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I was like, I'm waiting for some factoids about the holiday special. Okay. A Victorian Christmas tradition that has mostly fallen into disuse, but survives in the seasonal popularity of numerous adaptations of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. So let's let's dig into that a little bit. Um, there's two footnotes for that <laughs> factoid. Yes. The first footnote... Horse is, Crap Weekly. <laughs> is from an article entitled, Telling Ghost Stories is a Lost Tradition on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, from December okay. 23rd, 2010. And you best, you better bet I am clicking on this. And it is featured in, oh, the, the Desiree News, which is... <laughs> the what? The Desiree News... Well, the Desiree which, News says it. Which I believe you is... You can bank on it. Is that Utah? Is that... Desiree, Utah? Uh, is there a Desiree, Utah? It looks like it's... A, I don't know. Yeah, because there's also church news up there. Um, so they, we're, we're relying on the Mormons to, well, for this. this. This is but one of the footnotes. Um, <laughs> it's it's 50% of the footnote. Uh, eh. I'm sorry. So it says here that um, whenever five or six English-speaking people meet around a fire on Christmas Eve, they start telling each other ghost stories, wrote British humorist Jeremy 
Jer- first of all, his name's Jeremy Jeremy. Jeremy Jerome? Jeremy Jerome? Jeremy Jerome. As part of his introduction to an anthology of Christmas ghost stories titled Told After Supper in 1891. All right. Now, he wrote it in 1891, or these are stories from 1891? No, 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 hold on. Um, I mean, it could be both, I'm writing this down. Told After Supper. Because you best bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow I'm going to be looking at this... this <laughs> book you got a kindle version of that book um and we're going to be we're going to be reading from it um nothing satisfies us on christmas and eve there but to, on the sleigh was a hook nothing this is in quotes nothing nothing satisfies us on christmas eve but to hear each other tell authentic anecdotes about specters end quote nothing not a single nothing thing. Nothing satisfies only. Not even nothing satisfies us more than. No, nothing satisfies us on Christmas but to hear. Nothing. So there's no we satisfaction. We are devoid of satisfaction. Correct. We can't get no satisfaction. Yes. Even as, though we as try. Mr. Jagger, and we try. As mo- as Mich- That's Mich- what he was talking about. Yes. Like nobody will tell me a story of a specter, which is apparently even uh-huh. more specific than a ghost story. So then they then they mentioned the verse of Andy Williams' classic Christmas song. Although, as we know, it's not Andy Williams' classic Christmas song. It's actually those True. other two dudes. Um, and that's a little circular reasoning. That's that's <laughs> that's arguably why they put that in the song. They Even put it in the I song because I mean, of the reference say, well, to obviously this. they do because look at this song. But the song did that because no, no, no. They, I mean, he's saying that it's uh, like it's there are some tells that this used to happen. In popular oh, culture, this is one of those. Uh, a, this one of those. They're blaming tells. the song. On um, what's circular is that is that the article that is cited in the discussion of this topic in Wikipedia is referencing the song that the Wikipedia article is about. Like that, they they didn't go very far down the the route in terms of finding some original source for the reference. Is what I'm saying. Right. Um, Wikipedia is the home of the C plus term paper. Some argue that Dickens' Christmas to ghost story single handedly saved the winter holiday from dying out during the Industrial Revolution. Blah 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 blah. Um, really? That's something I'd like to. I know, but there's no footnote in sometime. you know a newspaper article. <laughs> Citation needed. Uh, the Industrial Revolution was the original war on Christmas. It wasn't Starbucks' uh-huh. cups. There you go. And. Um, isn't there something inherently unre- unseasonal about ghosts? They, this author asks, yes. don't ghosts yes, belong is. with all the ghouls and goblins of Halloween? One would think. Not so for Victorian England. There must Incorrect. be something ghostly in the air of Christmas. Something about that. I, I, like, I, like this, it's all falling back to this uh, Jeremy Jeremy person. Jer- Jeremy Jerome person. Um, so we, we need to, we're going to have to follow up about that. <laughs> so um, this one guy said, hey... You're not going to find satisfaction unless somebody tells you a ghost story, and it's Christmas. Then they get into now, the whole conversation about the date selection. I don't know what, where this is going, but like, oh, why, yeah, why is Christmas in December at all? And they get, they're yeah. linking to the pagan holidays, blah, blah, blah. blah yeah, there's a whole right, festivals thing. Festivals of death and light, and yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm still, the tree and all I'm still not convinced that. about the whole... Okay, here we go. So then... Well, then they go back to Dickens thing. Um well, yeah, I mean, I get Dickens. But oh, that's... okay, hold on, hold on. In addition to being the longest night of the year, however, winter solstice no. was also traditionally oh. 
hell. I know it's not technically, I know it's not actually on the solstice, but anyway. Winter solstice was also traditionally held to be the most haunted due to its association with the death of the sun and the light and light. It was one of, it was the one night of the year when the barrier between the worlds of the living and the deceased was thinnest. Oh, let that sit with you for, for a moment. On Christmas Eve, ghosts could walk the earth and finish unsettled business as exemplified by the apparition of Marley in Charles Dickens' Christmas masterpiece. Oh. Okay, but I'm, I still point out that that's a, a data set of one. No, no, no. Well, no. Okay, Christmas uh, yeah. Carol yeah, But they're just, is, they, yes. they keep referring back to like, yes, like it, that's, 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 that's our surviving like one other Christmas Carol <laughs> or uh, story, you know. Like Bob was having a great Christmas, and then suddenly a ghost showed up, you know, or whatever. Then I would say, okay, maybe it's a little ghosty, but we got the one, and that's all we got. And um, I refuse to believe that the two guys that Andy Williams stole his song from knew this. Yeah, it did any kind of research oh. into Victorian Christmas traditions because none of the rest of it is in there. Ain't nobody running around in Victorian Christmas jingle belling or p- p- ro- toasting slash roasting marshmallows. That's that's wh- why is that one the <laughs> the Victorian uh, uh, representative of this song? I don't know, but I, I mean the only other the only other uh, uh, citation for that particular sentence in the wikipedia article is the book written by one no, no other none not one i can't i can't even remember the none other than none none i think i couldn't say it though That's one weird. none other than jeremy 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 jerome, jeremy, jerome. um jeremy jeremy jerome. which now in parentheses it says oh his middle name is klopka I mean, no, maybe. Oh, no, it's how Jeremy. Is your name Jeremy Jerome, and your middle name is Klopka. What is Jeremy that? Jeremy Klopka Jerome. <laughs> told after supper, how the stories came to be told. Teddy Biffle's story, Johnson and Emily, or Teddy the faithful Biffle. ghost interlude. Oh, this is all the different art. Uh, different. Um, Are these uh, all stories, stories from Jeremy Jerome Klopka Jerome? Yeah. Hmm. 18, uh, I'm going to. I, <clears throat> I'm not convinced that Jeremy Jerome isn't on the unreliable source list. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because <laughs> he's apparently the only one talking about ghosts in Victorian times. And everybody's pointing at him and going, see? Ghosts in Victorian times. <laughs> you think that <laughs> think he, he, he started that the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Like as a, as a way to like, well, look, this is why I tell ghost stories at... <laughs> Then somebody's going to make a song about it, and it's going to freak people out. And they'll think that and he was a Christmas he was a comedian. He was a comedian. He he. What? Well, of course he, he was. was an English writer and humorist, best known for the comic travelogue Three Men in a Boat. <laughs> now that I want to read. <laughs> it all goes back to Three Men in a Boat. Um, is that like the the, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker? Could be, could be. Um, be. We, oh, Jeremy also, Jerome may have started that. Oh my that. God, you're going to love this guy. Other works include the essay collections Idle Thoughts of an Idle Fellow. Okay. Second Thoughts of an Idle Fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Three Men on the Bummel. What, I don't know what a bummel is. Do you know what a bummel uh, is? I am B-U-M-M-E-L. Sure bummel? A sequel, which was a sequel to Three Men in a Boat and well, several other novels. Um, uh, Three Men in 
and the little bummel. Lazy thoughts of a lazy girl. That was written by a su- uh, under a pseudonym. <laughs> oh my him in a wig. gosh! Okay, um, so I'm not seeing any reference though in this article to his to that other book that they say he wrote. So this is interesting, right? And that one was called. Um, yeah, that one was called "Ghosts All Up in Your Wreath" or whatever mm, it is. Hold on, not art. Hold on. Uh, it was called "Told After Supper." Told after supper, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he had an acting career. Of course, he did. <laughs> this is it's just, this is. I feel like you have really stumbled across something here. I. Um, that would make for a fantastic research paper, like like undergraduate research paper. Like this, this would be fascinating. Like the the epitomology. <laughs> Of Andy Williams' classic song, I mean, just just taking that one line. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like the line, so somebody else can write the paper. Well, wouldn't you like to? I mean, that's why. But you, I want to. I do want to know more about Jeremy uh, Klopka Jerome, though. <clears throat> he does seem like a fun guy. I don't know. Oh, I and I I think I just mangled that it's other like word. The Dave too. Barry of. What is it? Eighteen. I think you know. I mean, the whole like I, I said, epistemology of like word, like phrases out of like that's that's a really interesting thing. Like, how did this word or phrase become mm-hmm. what it is, and how did it find its way into our lexicon and popular culture and so forth? I think like eighty-five of them come from sailing. Eighty-five <laughs> and crisscross. He made up. And crisscross. Yeah, he made up half of those. <laughs> the juvenile rap group. From no, not. <laughs> oh, Christopher Cross. Oh. Crisscross. <laughs> crisscross will make you jump, jump. Um, oh, my God. Um, because I'm not seeing any reference to uh, that particular book. Supper's. Yeah, see, I don't know. I think this. I think all of it's made up. Nobody ever told a ghost story uh, on Christmas. I mean, it's in the Project Gutenberg website. Maybe it's a different well, Jeremy, K. Jeremy. That can't possibly be. <laughs> Jeremy K. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, Jeremy? Full name, <laughs> Jeremy K. Jeremy. All right, I'm, I'm just searching up the whole thing. Um, Jeremy K. Jeremy stories we tell. That is my new rap name. <laughs> And let's see what we find here. Jeremy, <laughs> J, uh, yes. Told after supper. There. Oh, Amazon Books. Well, heck. Sure, I'm sure Jeremy still has an affiliate link. I wonder if this I'm is a sure different he Jeremy. <laughs> he gets a farthing for every. No, he still was an English himself. humorist, best known for travel, blah, 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 blah. Um,. Like there's banging. I think the ghosts have like come to visit me. Is that on your end? I was worried yeah. it was on my end. Well, I don't know. <laughs> there could be spirits. <laughs> They're like, nope. Totally a Christmas thing. Hey. Um, knock, knock, knock. I think I think that's the same guy. I'm pretty sure it's I'm I'm pretty sure it's, it's the same not guy. A different Jeremy K. Jeremy. Uh yeah, told after supper. I'm definitely. It's like eight ninety five. 
It's usually it usually what? ships That's... within two to four weeks. I feel like somebody's going to actually write this when I when I place the order. <laughs> Rats! Somebody actually ordered this. Damn it! So I mean, I think it's you. You're not wrong to to be frustrated with. <laughs> Just don't get uh, it. With I th- and I don't think Andy Williams had any idea who Jeremy K. Jeremy was. Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, don't wouldn't you if you're if you were Andy Williams and you were handed that to sing, wouldn't you look it over first and say, guys, like, what does this even mean? <laughs> right. like, like, well, you'd think, but you know, I guess it depends on how much money they were giving. People are going to think I'm like weird if I talk about telling ghost stories during Christmas. Scary ghost stories. And they're scary. That's not like endearing ghost stories. Like, I, I don't even know that I would say that Christmas Carol is exactly scary. I mean, it's bleak in to- in places. Yeah. But... I'm going to find out what this banging is. <laughs> so you... Somebody's, somebody's hanging so pictures. You, like, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go kill somebody. Stick them in the attic, and then I'll be right back. All right. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. So now that he's gone, I have to say that I stumbled across something the other day, and I think I'm onto something interesting here. And that is that if you listen to Carl Sagan and his voice, does it seem like he's a lower register version of Kermit the Frog? I mean, if you think about it, you hear him and, and like just, just, just watch him and you can hear him say, like, it's not easy being green, having to spend each day color of the leaves when I think it might be nicer being orange or red or gold or something much more colorful like that how, how, do, how I think that? I'm onto something yeah hi did Would, you find out if oh yeah the problem is resolved ah okay cool D- did you fix all the world's problems here I did. Well, I, I addressed the uh, the similarities between the the voices of Carl Sagan and Kermit the Frog. Oh well, that which I still say are are remarkably. Similar. That's a nice little treat that I'll get to enjoy later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, 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 I feel like I feel like I have to intervene. Like I owe this song an intervention. I'm not sure why, but. Um, <laughs> Like how I, I feel like you should enjoy this song. I want you. I want you oh, to dude, enjoy this We're going to listen song. to it. We are. Oh, I don't know. It sounded like you were. This was an intro. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you could insert it. This here. one goes out to I don't know the people out there telling scary ghost stories. <laughs> this one's for you, Jerome K. Jerome. I don't know if there's like a uh, licensed version of this that we could use. Uh, probably not. Well, it apparently goes all the way back to 1704 or whatever. <laughs> I think it's common, uh, you know, common whatever it is. What is it? Common law? <laughs> oh no, no, uh, yeah, um, what a, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, public domain. That's it. That's <laughs> it. What, what he said. Um, I I just feel like you you got to get past that line, and I feel like knowing that the the authors, the writers intended 
you know they were I don't referencing know that, we know that. <laughs> um I think we're spotting them that uh I mean yeah well what else I mean what else where else would that come from well I don't know that I just know that um, scary ghost stories is not a Christmas thing nobody wants to be scared on Christmas <sighs> goodness so people want tales of hope and tales of awesomeness and that's what Christmas Carol ends up being even though it started out kind of as a grim ghost story that wasn't scary Edward so so the line there is more Edward Pola was born more gravy Sid, than the grave was was born Sidney Edward Polashek in New York um he was uh, born of uh, two Hungarian Jews uh, uh, in 1907. Hungarians. Yeah, he died in 1905. Well, that's a far cry from Victorian England. Well, but I mean, he, but <laughs> but he was born of the era where that book would have been. He may have there's a he may have read that. Maybe book. he was a Jerome fan. He may have been a Jeremy Jeremy fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> they may have served in the war. To, they may have served in the war together. No, he was too young for the war, for World War One. We call his fandom the Jeromans. The <laughs> okay, he did. Oh, he taught creative writing in the eight. Well, that was in the eighties. Well, that was in the eighties. Hold on. Um, okay, so 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 maybe that part though didn't. What I would like to know is what parts did he write, as opposed as opposed to what That's did George question. Weil write? Um, he was, I always kind of wonder that when I see that two people wrote a. With the <gasps> lyrics, you know, I mean, you get the, uh oh, what? <laughs> I don't. Okay, so George Weil. So, in addition to Edward Pola, George Weil is the other person attributed to yeah. having written in Triple Time, this Little 1963 Weil. hit, right? It's the most wonderful mm-hmm. time of the year. George Weil, who was born Bernard Weissman. So, there you go. I guess um, escaping the yeah. German thing. Well, I'm sure there was the German thing who was escaped. Probably the probably the. Well, it depends on what year probably it was. The blacklist. Yeah, the Germans weren't terribly popular. <laughs> well, it's probably a Jewish thing, unfortunately. Well, but, that too, probably. I mean, yeah. too, so many either, people either felt one. forced to change their names. Anyway, um, hmm. uh, he was an American orchestra leader and composer, best known. So he probably wrote the score. So he's the mirror. He's bet. on the music. Yeah. yeah. Um, best known, not for this particular Most song. Most wonderful time of the mm. year, but... Best known for having written the theme song to 1960s television sitcom Gilligan's Island. Ha! It all comes back. The derivative universe. Right? It's all connected, he man. Wrote the guy who wrote the music for It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year also wrote also the, did. He also wrote this the uh, theme song to Gilligan's oh. Island. Now that's cool. And he is the grandfather of musician Adam Levy. Oh, okay. who's a jazz guitarist? I see. Now, did yeah. he write Love Boat? Adam, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I think Adam Levy is too young. I'm sure it was yeah. a long shot, but I yeah. thought I'd try. So, um, unfortunately, both of these guys have passed. So we can't ask them. I, I, I feel like I feel like in a more in a. Like in the NPR version of our of accidentally derivative, we would now have our producers flying out to Arizona to meet with his yeah. family. 
I would totally where they are. If and he was still alive, I would try to get in touch with him and ask him about that. But I bet there's <laughs> I bet you could get a hold of a family. I and mean, it wouldn't be I don't think it's this guy. I don't think it's George Weil as much as it would be No, no, no. That, he sounds like the musician. Not, not, musicians are great. Musicians are great. Don't No, but don't I mean he probably doesn't have insight into the words that the other guy but wrote. But it's probably this Edward Pola guy. Yeah. Who um who also wrote I said my pajamas. Um Interesting. He wrote that. He also wrote that with George Weil. <gasps> he did a lot of stuff with oh. George Weil. He did. He did. I didn't slip. I wasn't pushed. I fell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he wrote, "I love the way you say good night." With George Weil, he wrote, uh, "I said my pajamas and put on my I prayers." My- prayer prayers with George Weil. It's uh, one okay. most wonderful time of the year. This this guy does not have a thing for brevity in song titles. No. <laughs> this is this is fascinating. <gasps> no. <laughs> You're gonna tell me he did Night Rider. No. He didn't was, he didn't do Night Rider, but I saw a reference to All I Want for Christmas is my different teeth, but it's not it doesn't reference him, it's just some other side uh. reference. Anyway, um I enjoy the song. I don't care what you have. I, I have thought about that line before, thinking like it doesn't make any sense. But I don't get. Yeah. I don't get hung up on it. Something, I just keep going. Something in me just really reacts poorly to that line. <laughs> and I don't. I don't think there's any other line in a Christmas song that that goose with me, except for the "We won't leave until we get some." That 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 <laughs> one also kind of rankles me a little bit because, like, hey, wait a minute. That's not the Christmas spirit. I mean, if I have some figgy pudding, I'll give you some, but Lord have mercy if, if you're going to, you know, extort me for it. Merry Christmas. I just tried to search for, um, I didn't slip, I wasn't pushed, I fell. And, and despite this guy. Wikipedia saying is a popular song, I... Can't Is find it? it. I can't find <laughs> it on iTunes. Citation needed. <laughs> the recording by Doris Day was released well, by Columbia that's... Records. It even gives us the catalog number for Columbia Records. Doris the, Day. The first sign. Had, the first like, sign songs. that it's not a popular song is when they have to list the catalog number <laughs> in the article. It. It lasted one week on the bestseller chart in 1950 at number 28. Clearly a popular song. I don't, right? I mean, like, I don't. <laughs> that was only one week longer than my I song. I don't get it. I don't get it. And when I search, when I search Apple Music for it, I can yeah. do nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so. And, it, and it's what I did. I didn't trip. I didn't slip. It's, it's, it's. Um, I felt is, was that the original title of Luca by Suzanne Vega? <laughs> I live on the second floor. I uh, didn't slip. Walked into the door again. Oh, I'm not laughing at this. I'm not bad. laughing at this. Oh. Oh. this Send all your all of your hate mail to Marcus Val, <laughs> Lou Mangello, PO Box. I don't care about you. Um. Well, I feel like we ran this thing into the ground. I don't know what else to say about... Uh, I think that people have been listening to 45 minutes of Googling. Um, 
Yeah, apologies <laughs> for that. Uh, it, it 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 didn't. I mean, I feel like we found some interesting nuggets. There was stuff that I wasn't expecting. I'll I'll definitely concede that. And I want to know more about Jerome, 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 or whatever. Are you at least satisfied in in feeling like I I am not? (laughs) I still say that has no place in that song. But I do know about Jerome K. Jerome now. So there's that. I mean, how many other songs and how many other things in this song do people do anymore? For example, like when's the last time you saw kids jingle belling? Not kids, I don't guess. No. Or there's golf carts that fly around over here that's got jingle bells all over them. I mean, when, when, jingle belling. <laughs> so like retirees jingle belling. And, no one you know. goes caroling anymore. There's particularly now, but yeah, that, that's. Um, I mean, every now and then you get you know you get like a community theater group that'll get together and do a thing. No but, one does uh, the mistletoe thing anymore. And I like how in the song it's mistletoeing. It's like a it's a it's, verb. It's kissing. It's like what? Well, this yeah, but I mean, kissing. one would think, but that you, it doesn't. They're talking about ghost stories. We don't know that that's exactly in three times in three in the whole three time thing. You can't get like kissing doesn't work. Mistletoeing does. There will be and much mistletoeing. Well, see, he already had to see? kind of cheat a little bit by putting much in there. <laughs> well, there will be much mistletoe. There will be kissing and stuff. There will be an overabundance of kissing. I don't think it, like. <laughs> um, and cheeks will be glistening. Be casual. No. Uh, and hearts will be glowing. Whatever. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. We, E.T., you know. Okay. Yeah. I like the song. I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> I think it is a weird line. Do you have a uh, Do you have a Christmas carol? Or not Christmas carol necessarily, but a Christmas song, a popular Christmas song that, you're, that you would rather not ever hear again? Ever. Oh, that I'd, I'd rather not ever hear. Again? I have whole songs that I don't like. This is the only one that I that the there's a lyric that kind of just chaps me. But there are song other Christmas songs that I'm like, I'm done with that song. Thank you. Um, I, I'm kind of done with Santa Baby. Like she's a whiny little something. I can and, see that. Yeah. Like really, like oh, you just. I mean, that's the most one of the most materialistic Christmas songs yeah. ever, and very stereotypical typical and so that makes it a little so a little just like, done to death i mean yeah. and and the whole uh, you know i want to ring and i don't mean on the phone i mean it's like i saw mama kissing santa claus is, i think it's dumb yeah you're done with that one any yeah. of the ones that apparently bring um questionable interpersonal relationships yeah. <laughs> um i feel like uh the you know the christmas date rape song is probably it's probably time to not Play that, but I love that scene in Elf so much. Yeah, that is. The, yeah. I feel like that's Which the only is acceptable also a time. tad problematic when you think about it. He's yeah, but he's in a shower. But he's he's yeah, he doesn't okay. know any better. I mean, but uh, but the have you heard the uh, the sort of? Can you imagine what he would smell like? By the way, probably gingerbread. <laughs> he is human, like, though. He's human. Yeah, he's not but I mean, I'm sure there's. But like. You think those? You think those processes have like that he's special, been through? You think the clothing has like special? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, okay, yeah. moisture wicking and gingerbread scenting Infusing. properties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying I to tell you the weirdest friggin' song, Christmas song, out there, and I usually um, am a am a fan. Mm-hmm. Of Paul McCartney. Oh no, no, don't say it. The Wings one. 
the simply having a wonderful Christmas I like time that is song. the weirdest Christmas oh, I like that song. song ever. It's like I don't remember the words, but simply and it's just a weird a wonderful Christmas time. I love that song. Not, what, I, I feel happier just having hummed it. about that song. What? That's a weird, weird song. No, it's and I'll tell you another one that's odd that I like the you. song oh, as long as I you. don't listen to the lyrics. The song is fantastic unless I listen to the lyrics and then it is no longer good. And that is um, the other Beatle, um, oh John yeah, Lennon's um, So This Is Christmas. Oh, I like that song. I too. like it's, the song. It brings me down. Exactly. Because yeah. the song is, is, is a weird sort of yeah. uh, separation between the actual topic of the song and this kind of the air of the song you know what I mean it, it's if you don't listen to the lyrics it's kind of a you know mm-hmm. so this is Christmas you know it's very nice and kind mm-hmm. of fun and Until you realize and like then you, lyrics, you listen to the lyrics and you're like oh wait everyone's starving and dying yeah. and this is bad <laughs> yeah do they know it's Christmas time at all but that's another one isn't it yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a nice, it's like, you it's know, a nice probably tune. not it's because they're talking about Africa, right? And and well, they have Christians and Christianity and isn't yeah, yeah they do. isn't the yeah. dominant religion down there, is it? Well, it depends on where you are. So this is or, or or you know, do they know it's Kwanzaa? Yes, they probably oh no, no there's, there's plenty of Christians in Africa. Are there? Huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll take your word for it. I yeah. know nothing about them. I just don't know. I don't. It just brings me down because it makes me think about like all the things I haven't done to help anybody. Right. Exactly. Enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is, and so it's a very Catholic song in that regard. It's, it's, it's a lot of guilt. The guilt. I know there's people who don't who um, really hate the Mariah Carey. Um, yeah, oil for Christmas is you, and I I love that song because I think of I, I like the song. I just do. I totally understand that it is over the hell played. Well, it's because it's so good. It's like yeah, why, is, why does chocolate effect, doesn't it? Why does chocolate appear in so many candy bars? Yeah, I would, I would say that <laughs> there's a slight difference, <laughs> just a mild, mild difference there. Um, I don't know that there's any other songs that I. I'm, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I love that as yeah, a kid, but I think it's, I think it's. Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, I mean, that's really not even that often. Doctor Demento, corny. That's like just really, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, that's not how it sounds. It's, it's like it totally grandma like got, it's nailed like, it. No, it's like a, he sings. It sounds like a grandpa sing it, or like a okay, or no, because they say so sing it, grandpa. It's grandpa's grandmother. No, it's it's that's a wow. She was old. It's the guy. He's like no, I think a middle aged guy. I think I feel like it's a middle aged guy, but not Bob Dylan. <laughs> hey, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Coming home from our house oh, Lord, while she was sticking so, it to the band. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I like Wonderful <laughs> Christmas Time. I'm, I don't care what you I have to not. say. I do. I know you're. And, and that's hey man, you be you. That's that's um, how it should be. You, you listen to the Christmas carols. You like. I listen to the Christmas carols. I like. Oh, you know what? You don't get enough. What is that? Um, Ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Jeremy Jerome. Uh, <laughs> you seriously do not get enough Jeremy uh, That Jerome. Slade song, Merry Christmas. So wasn't it... Um, was it Slade? Wasn't it Slade? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah. the the Run Run Away people? Keep your hands off my power it's, supply it's slide? The whole, um, I think that's it. Let me hear it. Let me see if I can play it. 
Let's see. The singer for Slade and the singer for Quiet Riot are not the same person, but they sound exactly yeah. the same. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but I don't want to like get us any copyright strikes or something. <laughs> you guys can look it up. It's it's. I it's do good. not recognize that. Um, Clearly, we don't get it enough because I don't know that I've heard that. And right. I was a weirdly a Slade fan in the eighties because I loved that song "Run Run Away" and I, oh, I got the album yeah. and I was like, okay, this album's actually pretty cool and this dude has a really strong voice um oh 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 you know what else oh this is gonna sound terrible is there a scorpions christmas song that we should be listening no. to I, i'm kind of done with felice navidad okay yeah i can see that I, I don't mind hearing it every once in a while but no yeah that's another one of those like they play it a lot and like really? Like, yeah, exactly. That, that that's the thing is that over like saturation is a real bad thing. Because I was thinking about this the other day is that if you because I tried to put together a Christmas time like uh, Spotify playlist that I could just say, hey, play me some Lady Christmas. in the Tube, mm-hmm. play this thing. Because I didn't want you know you say, hey, play Christmas music, and there's going to be some kind of crazy. One Direction Christmas song in there or some crap. And I was like, okay, none of that. I just want, like, approved by me Christmas stuff. Yeah. And I put what I thought was a good bit of music in there. Like, there, like Harry Connick has come out with a couple of different Christmas albums. There's some good stuff there. There's a Bare Naked Ladies Christmas album that's, that's good. And I put in all the sort of standards, right? You got the... Uh, um, um, Oh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, you know, the guy. Um, oh, Bing Crosby? Bing Crosby, mm-hmm. thank you. Like stuff from him and like there's some Frank Sinatra stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that, that uh, I tell you, there's another one that's, that's the, you know, that guy. You know, I always think about him because they do they do a caricature of him on like Warner Brothers cartoons. And that's all he does. And so that's what I associate him with. But um <laughs> But uh, I tell you another one that gets played too much, and I've had to remove it from our Christmas time playlist because it gets played so damn much. And that's the uh, the Bruce Springsteen. Oh um, God, I hate that song. I thought it was just don't me. You? I used to, you know, kind of day. Okay, hey, Christmas time. But now I'm God, like, okay, I'm tired of it. Like, you been practicing real hard. Oh God, shut up. Stop. You know, Let's practice turning this off. Yeah. <laughs> You better watch out. You better not. Better not yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like really, dude. Like, why? Uh, and it's like clearly uh, in the okay, middle. So of speaking some of that of song, show. you know the other version of it. I, I, I like. I can take like one season and that's it. The Jackson Five version. Yes. I really do think it's like shut up, kid. Yes. If it was just the song, it, yes. it, that would give it a little more legs. But don't talk about but it. I don't want to hear about the. Oh, I'm so tired of it. Let Michael not... speak. And that's it. Yeah. Just just let Michael sing. That's it. That's it. Bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, so. Two versions of that song I'm not real thrilled with. And we've just lost everybody. We've lost everyone. Oh, you know what I don't get enough of, though? The the Hawaiian Christmas songs. Like, um, oh, Melikalikimaka. And also the other the um, um, the other Christmas. Uh, oh, come on. It's the Island, island Christmas. Island Christmas. No. Um, Christmas Island. Christmas Island. Christmas Island. <gasps> I'm sure I've heard it, but I, I'm not I'm not recognizing it. From Christmas Island. Come on. 
think it's like called said, Christmas Island. I've heard it. It's called Christmas Island. I think. Okay. Christmas. Well, there's an Easter Island, so that makes right. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Does this have the other side? It's like it's just the legs sticking out. I think. No, wait, hold on. I think it's called oh, Christmas God. Island. No, wait, but this is Jimmy Fallon. This can't be it. This Jimmy is Fallon. Oh, is see that? It? We get a little too much of that at Christmas Island. Is this it? Jimmy Fallon. And then the rest of the year as well. No, I don't think this is it either. This is way too old for it to be. I can't. Oh, oh, this is it. This is it. Okay. Never yeah, but that there's is like sounding a, familiar. Yeah, but but then I don't hear it much, though. I mean, you, to your point, I I don't know that I hear it very often at all. Yeah, I'm trying to find. This is not the version that I like. There's like the one well, that sounds like some seriously original 40s, 50s. Yeah, there's a better one that there. sounds like it's actually more like Hawaiian-y. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of steel guitar. But I don't. I don't know which version that is. If somebody, someone can let us know, that'd be great. And um, I mean, everybody and their dog has has commented on this. But at what point did favorite things become a Christmas song? These are a few of my favorite things. It's not raindrops a song. on roses, whiskers on kittens, whiskers on kittens. Yeah. What's and, it, wait, and, and you're saying this because the roses, the storm thing? is is scaring people. Um, What's, this, what's the next Rain thing? Wait, raindrops on roses, whiskers and kittens. <laughs> Sunlight and moonbeams or something? Nah. Brown paper packages tied up with string. I think that might be it. Maybe that why I picked... Oh, Merry Christmas. These are a few of my favorite things. Maybe yeah. it's like... I don't know. But when did Sound of Music become a Christmas movie? Because it is, according it to ain't. Disney+. Plus. Well, I think because of that song. That song became a Christmas song, and so whatever that... Song, I mean, because most of that musical does not take place during Christmas. Just the one where the Nazi is singing the love song. That's the only one. The only part that might, yeah. No, the uh, oh. you are fourteen. No, I no. am thirty-six. Okay. You know whatever Christmas. it is that he's saying. No, that's not Christian. Uh, but isn't Edelweiss? But it's, it's that, isn't no one outside and stuff. Isn't Edelweiss? Yeah, a, Edelweiss. Well, I don't know. Edelweiss isn't that Christmas song. Is, mm. No, because it's a flower. Edelweiss oh, is a right. flower, and it fl- and it's, it's an a Christmas flower. Mountains. I don't know. God, don't get me it's searching like again. Christmas flat. That's a poinsettia. I don't want to have poinsettia. <laughs> have to ask, you're going to have to ask red. Carlos because this is one of his favorite Big movies. Oh, I think it? he considers it a Christmas movie. So, Well, I mean, if you watch the movie a lot at Christmas, I guess for you it is. But there, there, <laughs> there are scenes that take place in summer, I think. What about, how do you feel about Certainly Last spring. Christmas by Wham? I like Last Christmas. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah, that's a good song. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have anything really to do with... It, it's just like, you know, somebody broke his heart and it happened to be Christmas. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, like, Christmas content there, but it's it's fun to to hear at Christmas time. I like it a lot. Um, And I think... I don't know that I can think of any other songs that I would hate... I'm sure there. I'm sure there's yeah. some. Ask me in a week. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a, we are coming into you. that season where if we're if we record like next week, right close to Christmas, then I can hit you. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's making you claw your hair out? I mean, I can tell you certain artists that 
I don't need to sit here saying like I don't need to hear any. I don't need to hear Michael anything, Bublé saying Christmas anything or Christmassy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like or which is named uh, Josh? Um, is it Josh? No. I can't think uh, of any Joshes right now. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Anything Frank Sinatra sings even. is great. Any of the Bing Crosby oh, stuff's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but get rid of Michael Bublé. Uh, I like all the old that standard things. It's fantastic. Dean Martin. Yeah, those are all great. Yeah, the the Carpenters, right? Those are great. Yeah. I don't really need to hear Kelly Clarkson saying anything about Christmas, mm. but most yeah. of her stuff's about bringing me down anyway. <laughs> um, I don't need to hear Coldplay do Christmas. Is a Coldplay Christmas? There's on? lots of Coldplay stuff. Oh, <gasps> Burl Ives, for example, I could listen to Burl Ives all day long. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I think you know. There's a there's a band called Reliant K that oh yeah, is I know about Reliant very K. sort of a very light kind of punky kind of thing. It's I, I hesitate to call it punk because anybody that likes punk music at all has just decided that I need to die. But um, <laughs> but they have that kind of. You know, fast pace, you know, kind of thing, and they they have a Christmas song or a Christmas album actually, and uh, um, hmm. there's a lot a lot of really good stuff on there. Really, the Twelve Days of Christmas is actually pretty good. Oh, the Cheech and Chong Twelve Days of Christmas was no, that was is good. funny. Yeah. Oh, and, and the, the, uh, the Bill, um, yeah, the guys the, from the North, the Great White North, yeah, um, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yes, they, oh, and a beer. it's fantastic. Yeah, not a tree. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think. Um, for the six people, or maybe no, I'm sorry, that's being <laughs> ambitious. For the, the new uh, listeners, for gone the two yet? people still listening, um, thank you for enduring this <laughs> Wikipedia fest. But we do not apologize for. It. I mean, this is what we would do if we were sitting together at Dial Lounge. Having that was the point. Drink, that was you know, the like point of the show. We'd be talking about. We'd be on our phones the whole time, like, wait, what about this song? Except it'd be a lot more like playing songs to each other, which we can't do through this meeting yeah, because yeah. we could, like in trouble so if hopefully we've inspired you to maybe look up some of these songs and books and to delete some you may have to go (laughs) you may have to go to the library of congress to pick up a couple of the books that we mentioned (laughs) and the songs and and learn middle english yeah ye old ghost stories to tell after (laughs) supper interesting uh, bit of trivia speaking of ye old uh, that the that that is not say ye old. It says the old because that that thing that looks like a Y was actually, is actually a, a, a letter called Thorn that, it, oh, that come represents on. the th just making that sound. Just no, making it's, it up it's, now. Uh, it's, uh, it comes from the rune, I believe, um, and so it's the old, not ye old. So there you go. There you go. I had to come up with some kind of weird, useless trivia for this that's, episode because I hadn't done it yet. Oh yeah, no, we we've all we've all been against. had bated breath waiting for it. <laughs> what, what, what insufferable <laughs> jerk kind of crap is he going to come up with this time? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Now the e at the end of old, no, no help. For no, me no on good. That one. Like, <laughs> I'm sure the French have something to do with it. They have something to do with everything. If it's wasted letters, uh, that you know. The next episode of Accident, the derivative of everything we can blame on the French. 
and then some. <laughs> we. Oui.